God's good to see you this morning. I'm your host, Dylan Maverick. Glad to be with you. Hope you're having a great day so far. Let's start our our day reading the Bible. You see, I can't even get my words out this morning because we've got to read. We need to get some coffee inside of us. So let's get ready to read. Open your Bible with me to John chapter 14. We're going to start in verse... I'm wondering why I can't see the scriptures. That helps. Uh, start in verse 18. I had my glasses off, so... All right. John 14, verse 18. And we'll read here in just a second, but let's pray. And then let's make our confession over our life, our bodies, and uh, start our day the right way. It's good to see everybody. Thanks for being on this morning. Um, We've got a smaller crowd today, and that's okay. It sometimes happens after Wednesday night. I know it's we get home late and all the things that happen, but life must go on. Let's continue on anyway. So um, John 14, open with me there, and then... Let's pray, and uh, we'll make a few confessions, to get, our, get our words working, and uh, get them out into the air so that they can help our life and continue in what we do. All right, well, Lord, we thank you for this day. We give you this time, this, this moment in our day. It's not a lot of time, Lord. You deserve significantly more than what we're providing right now, but we just, to come to you now, we thank you for what you've done and what the work that you do and have done for us. We love you, Lord. We thank you. We worship you and praise you. We give you this time this morning, um, first fruits of our day, Lord, spending time with you. We just ask for your help this morning, Lord. Lead us, guide us, give us direction, help us with your word. We love you. You're a king. You're the king of kings. You're our Lord, but you're the Lord of lords. No one is greater. No one is higher. You are the, the highest and you sit on the highest throne. And we thank you for all that you do for us. We love you. We worship you. We magnify you on high. We just ask for your help this morning that you'd give us insight into your word to help us in our hearts and our spirit to lead us, guide us, and direct us. In Jesus' mighty name, I speak over every person listening this morning, Lord, that you would reach them and touch them right where they're at, right where they're sitting. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining me. If you're on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, or YouTube, you know, I know Twitch can't see Facebook, Facebook can't see Twitter, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and on and on it goes. But be sure to uh, drop a comment. Let me know that you're with me and participate a little bit. Uh, let's me know that you're you're following along, and um, not that you have to, but it but it encourages me. And let me know if you get something out of this, and you could throw it into the comment section. And be sure to like any whatever platform you're streaming from. Be sure to like the post and then share it because it gets our num uh, our name the Get Up with God podcast or broadcast up in the rankings and it exposes it to other people helps the algorithms uh, get us exposed there and then uh, if you're listening by an audio podcast uh, whether you're um, listening later today or whatever the case is whatever um, whatever audio platform you're listening from we're on all the digital audio platforms Amazon podcasts uh, or Amazon music rather Apple Podcasts, Spotify iHeartRadio um, the list goes on. There's, there's, I can't think of all of them, but you can follow on any of those. Um, be sure to follow it and go back and listen to yesterday. If you didn't get a chance to, um, I, I've got a new episode out of power for promotion. It's on the get up with God channel. Any of the, any of the streaming platforms that you can go on, um, as far as audio podcasts, you can go on any of those platforms and listen to it. 
Uh, it's called Power for Promotion. We talked about four steps to uh, starting and succeeding at something new. So I think that'd be a blessing to you. It was helpful to me and a lot of things that I've applied in my life, and, and uh, I think it'd help you. So let's read this morning. Are you ready to read? Well, before we do that, let's make a confession and uh, speak over our day, speak over our life and everything that we're going to get involved with today. Um, so if you say this with me, say, my Bible is my survival guide for life. I live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I live by every word that comes out of my mouth. And I'm blessed. I'm prosperous. I'm healed. I think clearly. And I'm blessed in everything that I put my hand to. In Jesus' name, amen. Say this too. Say, I receive everything the Bible has for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Healthy, strong, full of God life. Healthy, wealthy, strong, and full of God life. What a great confession. I steal that from my pastor. Um, someone said, I heard one time say, if you say it three times, it's yours. Well, I've, I think we've done it like five or six times on the, on the stream in the morning. So, sorry, pastor. Love you. If you haven't listened to his podcast, go to Richard Summerlin Ministries on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to it there. Um, a phenomenal podcast this week. He talks a little bit about honor, but then he talks about, uh, you know, he, he goes deep into things. He's, he's been pulling out a lot of Greek translations and some of the things, and it gets into deeper meanings. You need to go back and listen to uh, the podcast that he released this week. Um, Richard Summerlin Ministries uh, talks about the spirit, soul, and the body. It, it will, it'll be a blessing to you. So, uh, got our black mud, which is our coffee, and we're ready to start the day. So John 14, starting in 18. Yep, starting in 18. Let's read. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples, and it says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. The King James says, I will not leave you comfortless, and I will come to you. And then that what meaning he's left when he leaves, he will leave a comforter with us. In verse 19, a little while longer and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live and you will live also. And at that day, you will know that I am in my father and you and me and I and you. And excuse me, he who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, not the one that betrayed him, but a different Judas said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? And Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and he will come to him and make our home with him. And he who does not love me does not keep my words and the word which we, which you hear is not mine but my father's who sent me big, big words here spoken by Jesus. He makes some very, very direct points about uh, those who love him, those who will receive the comforter. And here's who we know follows him. The ones that keep his commandments. How do you know if you love Jesus, you keep his commandments, you keep his words. Well, what if I miss him a little bit? I'm not, you know, I, I would have to fabricate this and move it around to add or take away anything from it. But it's very clear. He who loves me keeps my commandments. So in digging into this a little bit, 
when you look at the word keep, uh, he's talking about continuing in, in an, in a continual doing of the commandments. You don't just hear them and listen to them and know what they say. It is a continual working or doing of those commandments. You continue in the commandments. Uh, it's an important thing to, to not only hear and, and know what God says, but it's important to hear and know what God says and do what he says, do what he's asked you to do. It's not enough just to know it and understand it and believe it. Uh, you know, there's passages throughout the Bible that say even the enemies, even the enemy, Satan knows and believes in God. He knows God. He believes in God. But that's not enough. You have to follow and do his, do the works and do the things that he tells you to do for you to be following his commandments. Now, this is relevant when it comes to the comforter. So let me jump into uh, um, he who keeps my commandments. I want to read this to you. It says, not only must we have them, but we must also keep them. So we, not only must we know them, and how do we know them? We spend time in the Word. You find out what He says. You listen to, to good teaching, good preaching, and, and find out what the Word of God has said. Then you, once you've learned, once you've heard, now you can begin to keep those things. Uh, turn with me into John 6. John chapter 6 now. Let's go back a little bit. Excuse me. In the mornings, I never have congestion throughout the entire day except in the mornings. Sometimes I get congested, and especially when I'm, you know, I'm looking down, I'm reading. Um, anyway, why, why am I telling you that? Well, you don't care about that. So John chapter 6, verse 27. Thank you, Lord. And then, of course, you get the hot coffee and everything's going. Great way to start the day. All right, John chapter 6, verse 27. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but the food, but for the food, hold on, I'll make sure I'm in the right place here. John 6, 27, yep, okay. I just, you go from New King James to King James, sometimes things are worded just a touch differently, so let me see if I want to read this out of the King James instead. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, let me read it out of this, okay. Uh, John 6, we're going to start in verse 27. Labor not for meat which perishes, but for that meat which endures unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for he has God the Father sealed. New King James says, Don't labor for the food which perishes, for the, but for the food which endures to everlasting life which the Son of Man will give you because God the Father has set his seal on him. Now let me read you this note. Be born again. Hear Christ and follow him. We got eternal life now and keep it forever if we meet these certain conditions. But it does not become unforfeitable and eternal possession until we enter into it. So now listen to this. So the possession, when God says, uh, follow what I tell you to do, keep my commandments, I'll, I'll, I'm going to send you a comforter. We're going to get into that here a little bit. I titled today, let me look at what I, how I titled it today so you guys can see this. Uh, I titled it today, you're not alone, you have help. But 
what do you need help with? That's what I want to kind of set the stage here for what you need help with. And, you know, we've got a very short time to do it, but I want to set the stage here for what you need help with in your life and, and why the comforters, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but why that, why the comforter, the Holy ghost is so prevalent for your life, why you need him so desperately in everything that you do in your life. It's, it's, it is not okay to go through life without the power of the Holy ghost. It is not okay to go through life without the comforter, the paracletos, the, the one that, that stands by your side, your advocate through life without him. It's, it's not okay. As, as, especially as a Christian, I'm talking to humanity, not just Christians, especially as a Christian, you, you need to rely on the Holy ghost, but the world who cannot see God needs to rely on the, the power of the Holy ghost. They need to, to get into the ability, the, um, the, the sonship, they need to accept Jesus so that they can receive the power of the Holy ghost. They can receive the comforter and then they can walk out their life in full success and, and have experience everything, not only in this life, but in eternal life. It's, it's essential. Uh, um, and, and so God's trying to get us well, in the scriptures. Jesus is speaking to, the, to his disciples, but God through Jesus is trying to get us to understand if you want eternal life, there's certain things you need to do. Christian, you and me, there's certain things we need to do. It's not just available to you because you exist. You don't just graduate into heaven uh, because you get too old to be on earth. You know, that's not like, it's not like school where you've got a fourth grader who's growing a beard and he's failed 15 times in fourth grade because he can't get his math tables or he can't read and he can't write and uh you know he doesn't understand proper english and doesn't know how to do simple math so he's failed five six seven times and he's starting to grow a beard in fourth grade and they just move him on because he's just getting too old and you know god get this kid out of fourth grade because he's starting to look like a uh, a ninth, 10th, 5th, 12th grader here in uh, the fourth grade class. That's not how heaven works. You don't just graduate to heaven because you've gra- you, you finished here on earth. No, you have to follow his commandments if you want to experience and touch eternal life. And what he's saying here is just you, uh, uh, just knowing that there's eternal life available to you doesn't make it uh, unforfeitable, meaning you can forfeit eternal life by not following the commands. You can forfeit the eternal life in heaven. You can forfeit that. Uh, let me read this to you again. In John 6 and 27, labor not for the meat that perishes, but for the meat which endures unto, unto eternal life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. But remember what he said. The Father is not with you, or the Holy Ghost, the Comforter is not with you, unless and until you're following the commandments. And he'll, he's there to help you with that. But you have to make a, starts with a decision to follow those commandments. Starts with a decision to follow his word here. So if you don't follow those, I wrote down here, don't follow, you forfeit. So think about it this way. You can forfeit eternal life. Not my words. You can forfeit eternal life meaning you could be laboring for food that perishes. Well, what's the food that perishes? The things of this life. You could be laboring in ways that perish, but you can also labor that for things that endure forever. That's the labor. That's the work that we should be putting in. And if you don't follow the commandments, you don't follow his word, you can forfeit eternal life. And it's, it's it just because eternal life is available. Hang on one second. 
where, where are you going to go, baby? All right, you got to walk around this way. That's my little, my little girl. So um, you can forfeit eternal life in not, by not following these commandments, and it is essential to do the things that he's commanded, and he's given a comfort. We'll get into this. Given a comforter to help you do that. But one thing uh, the Lord showed me through this is in forfeiting eternal life. Um, I'll get down to the comforter here in just a second. But think of it like this as an inheritance, right? If you were to inherit a, um, maybe a trust fund or a, a large sum of money or something like that. So think of heaven as that inheritance, that trust fund or that lump sum of money or whatever it is, right? If you are to receive it, right? Like if you were to make heaven, you, you get to heaven. Well, you've made it now. You've made heaven. You're there. But let's say it's an inheritance and you receive the money. Once you have the money, you've, it's yours. You, you, I mean, unless you spend it and get rid of it and give it away, it's your money. You're going to have that money. But until you receive the inheritance, until you receive that money, until you receive it, you can lose it. There's so many little things that can happen in the legal systems. I'm just talking about an earthly inheritance, right? Like a money, a lump sum of money that your family's left you, a trust fund or a business, something that your family's left you. There's a lot of times until you possess it, you can lose it. And he's, he's giving us the same example here that until you've received it, until you possess it, until you hold it, you can lose it. And, and you say, well, Dylan, you know, the word says that, uh, um, that, that God has grace on us and he'll forgive our sins. And he absolutely will. He will do that. But where is the, at what point do we lose eternal life? I don't know. And I've, I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of studying. I spend a lot of time in this book. And I don't have an exact measurement or an increment of what not following the commandment. Not now I'm not talking about the Ten Commandments. I'm talking about following Jesus. You know, multiple times. Turn me into John 10. John 10. Excuse me. John 10 and verse 26, it says, but you do not believe because you are not of my sheep. As I have said to you, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Not enough just to hear and know you must follow. So those that are his follow him. That's all you've got to do is follow Jesus excuse me, follow Jesus. And if you don't know what to do, now we've got to spend some time in the word. Now we've got to study. Now we've got to read. Now we've got to pray, uh, praying in the Holy ghost. That's why we have the comforter. But again, I'm, I'm setting the stage here for why we need the comforter. But, but where, where is that cutoff point where I've missed God and I'm not following him? I'm not following his commandments. You know, I know I should do this. I'm not doing it. Where's that point where he says, all right, You've lost your inheritance. You've lost the opportunity for eternal life. I don't know where that cutoff point is. And I've, my, my pastor, Richard Sumlin, would make a, he's made quotes like this that, and his wife, Pastor Kim, I can remember her saying too, 
why would you toe the line to find out where that barrier, like how close to the line do you have to get for yourself and in your life to find out when, when you learn, lose eternal life and what, I don't know what that point is, but I'm going to do as much as I can to stay away from that line and that barrier. And Jesus for, I mean, the almost, it's like the entire book of John, he's going on with follow me, uh, uh, do what you can to listen and be obedient to my word and do what I've asked you to do. And this is essential. So uh, turn in, in John, I'm sorry, first John chapter two, first John chapter two. So not the, not the, the, this John, this, the other book of John in the latter part of the new Testament, first John chapter two says, my little children, verse 1, my little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate. Now, let me, let me read this to you. Stay right there. But let me go back to John 14. John 14 and verse 26 says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So don't let this, this isn't a message of fear. This is a message of warning from me as I read Jesus' words to you, but repeat what Jesus said. Don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Don't allow it to be afraid. Of what? Of the things that can happen in life? No, you've got faith to deal with those things. You've got confidence in God to deal with things and obstacles and battles, and he's given you the armor of God. And Go back and listen to some of my morning devotionals about the armor of God and equipping yourself for battle. What he's talking about here is how do I stay on the right course to receive my inheritance, to receive my eternal heaven that he's given, the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. He will help you. You can't do it alone. Jesus knew that. There's too much work that Jesus requires of, of you and I. God, the Father, spoken through Jesus to us, requires of you and me to do on our own. Listen to this in the Greek, the word helper here or comforter here is parakletos, only used by John in the New Testament, never used anywhere else in the Bible besides the New Testament, rendered down to, in the English translation, comforter. And, and also it term, uh, the term advocate is in there. It means one called to the side of another for help or counsel, the spirit is a, a paraclete or helper on earth and Christ is the paraclete or helper in heaven. I mean, how good is that? You've got the helper here for you on earth, the Holy Ghost, the comforter, the advocate, your paraclete here on earth. And then you have the, the comforter, the helper, the advocate for you in heaven. Let's continue on here. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. 
and he himself is in the prop- is the propitiation for our sins not for ours only but also for the whole world now by this here's the key now by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments he who says i know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him but whoever keeps his word truly the love of god is perfected in him by this we know that we are in him and he who says he abides in him ought also himself to walk just as he walked Brethren, uh, reading on into verse 7, Brethren, I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment which you have known, which you've had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write to you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. So we have a comforter now. The comforter, the parakletos, is there to help us. Because remember, Jesus gave another commandment. Let not your heart be troubled. That wasn't a suggestion. He said, peace, I leave with you. I'm leaving peace with you. Who's peace? How do you leave peace? peace is Is peace an imaginary emotion feeling? Peace is the Holy Ghost he's leaving with you. You can, peace can reside inside of you. Peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give unto you. Not as the world gives, I, but uh, I give unto you. Let your, not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. For the Comforter, is, the Comforter which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. This is how you follow the commands, is through the help of the Holy Ghost. You can't do it on your own. You are not good enough to keep his commandments. Meaning... Um, I wrote down here the meaning of keep. Um, it's express and continued obedience. That's keeping his commandments. Express and continued obedience. Not when you remember. Not when it's convenient. All of the time. You are a follower, a disciple of his now. You are not your own any longer. You're not your own person where you just live life and then ask God what he thinks about your living life and hopefully he'll bless it for you. This is how most, that's how most Christians live today. I'm going to just say it. That's how most Christians are. They live their life the way they want to live their life. Then they ask God, will you bless it? If you, if this is what you want for me, bless it because they have no intention on finding out what God has for them. That kind of just slipped out. Uh, that was pretty harsh, but they really don't care. They really don't have any intention on finding out what God has for them, what God's direction is for them. Be, you know why? Do you know why they don't follow his commands? Why wouldn't you follow his commands if you know that eternal life is available? Or let me say it this way. Eternal life is on the line for you. Why wouldn't you follow his commandments? Because it causes you to have to do things that you may not want to do. People are aware of that, therefore they don't want to do it. They have no interest in doing things that they don't want to do, which I understand. I, I get where you're coming from. Like, Not that I um, agree or that I confer with that, but I comprehend it. Like, I see and 
like I comprehend what you're saying and why you don't want to change or why you don't want to do something. But if you understood what's on the line and what's available versus what you're holding on to, that's why most people just want to live the way they want to live. They don't get any direction from God. And then they ask God, and we're going to talk more about this. Um, you don't have to turn there. Just listen out of John 14 again. One of my favorite, not my favorite. You, you guys have heard my favorite scripture in second Corinthians, but this is one of my favorite verses that excites me about being obedient to God is he says here um, in John 14, hold on, let me go back up in verse 21. But he who has my commandments and keeps them is it is he who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. And even Judas, not, not the one that betrayed him, Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not the world? I love that back and forth between Jesus and them because I've had that exact thought when I read that verse and then the next verse down, Judas is asking the same question. So I'm like, how are you going to manifest? We're going to talk about that as the Lord leads it. And I'm studying this out uh, tomorrow morning, maybe, maybe tomorrow morning, maybe not, but depending on the Lord leads, but man, what does the Lord manifesting himself to us mean? What does that, what does that even mean? Wouldn't you want the Lord to manifest himself in your life and your things? But why wouldn't people want that? Well, it takes, takes change. It takes committing to change takes committing to doing what the Lord's asked you to do, following his commandments. That's why most people don't want to do it. That's why most people shy away from it. It's because it takes work. It takes effort on their part. And like I said, most people just want to live their life the way they want to live their life and without direction because that direction may lead to something that in their mind currently they don't think they want to do. But the paracletos, the comforter, the helper, the advocate for you, that comes alongside of you will he he knows what's best for you he knows what what you need and the best things that'll be available for you he knows oh what a great morning we've had together i hope this helped you good morning to everybody thank you guys for uh thank you guys for joining live i see you guys uh, everybody that's on good morning Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm trying to scroll through, but my my mouse here is like not cooperating. So um, just trust that I see you. I see most of these comments. I can't see all of them because my mouse there isn't operating. But I love you so much. Thanks for joining me live. It's good to see you. And if you're listening to my audio podcast, be sure to um, uh, follow the page. It'll give you updates whenever we update the podcast pages. And it gets our names up in the ranking as you follow uh, gets our name up in the ranking so other people can listen, but be sure to like and share the post, hit the like button, the heart, the, uh, any of the emojis on there are great. Um, but hit one of the like buttons and, uh, be sure to participate in any way that you can leave in comments, but thank you so much for being live this morning with me. Uh, I think this was a good morning. We, we studied the word together, continue to study and pray in the word, be faithful to the things of God and uh, love God with all your heart. I love you. Thanks for being supporting and being part of what we do and um, continue to pray and believe with me that we can reach more. God gives me insight and revelation on things to do. We're going to continue these morning devotionals until the Lord 
tells me otherwise. Um, but I'm so thankful that you guys are here with me and, and pray about being a partner. I'm believing for 420 people to partner with get up with God, that we can continue to grow this, uh, reach more people. And we're doing a lot podcasts. We're doing live streams. I want to start picking up some more interviews with, uh, like my pastor, pastor rich and Kim and, um, other many, many men and women of God. So love you so much, but pray about being a partner. If you need to know how to do that, you can go to my website, dylanmaverick.com and uh, just pray about doing something like that. And then on the outro video, it'll have some information for you, but thanks for being live this morning. Go have a great day. You go be blessed today and I will see you. Um, oh, bright and early tomorrow in the morning, 6am. Love you so much. See you later.